1: After all, it's only pressure. You got this.
0: Adidas.
2: Another reason things should feel different today is because the Chiefs officially sit atop the AFC. We control our own destiny after the Bills take that L to the Vikings. By the way, guys, in the last three games, Josh Allen has had six interceptions.
0: Hmm. And there, some of them are rookie Josh Allen picks. I like, what are you Whoa. doing? No, man, they are. I, it's not, I'm not the only person pointing out. I think it was like Mina Kimes had sent out a tweet. She was like, he spent an entire season. He just stopped doing that. So we all thought that he didn't do that anymore. And over the last three weeks, you're like, oh no, Josh, w- what are you doing, man? Where the hell is that ball going? Because those are just bad picks. They lost the game because of Josh Allen today. They were up 27-17. They were inside the red zone, and he made an egregiously bad decision. It led to the Vikings going down to score. Then he fumbled the ball on the goal line, which eventually led to the Vikings lead. Then he led a cool comeback. Got the field goal. Got him in range. Seemed like he was having an MVP moment, and they still lost in overtime. This was a great day for Chiefs fans because... For whatever happened three weeks ago against the Pills, it's erased. It's gone now. If you win out, then you get to do it. And I don't know where amongst the pantheon of stats this ranks, but the fact that Patrick Mahomes hasn't lost a November or December game in 24 consecutive games means that it's least plausible he's going undefeated. Because he hasn't lost a game in November, in December, since like the last presidential election. And I think that that probably has to stand somewhere. (laughs) the reasons why I think they might not lose
1: anymore. Okay, Cody, spin zone. Nothing Nothing you said is inaccurate. Everything you said is spot on. Josh Allen throws more interceptions. He has regressed to bad mistakes that we haven't seen in four years. The Bills have lost two straight games. The Chiefs are in control; of their destiny in the AFC. All of that is true. I am still more scared of the Bills than I've ever been. Ever. Ooh,
0: oh! Because now they're motivated. Bills. I don't like yeah. that
1: either. Yeah, I know what the Bills' floor is. We saw it. We saw it for the first. The Vikings. The Bills' floor is the same as it's always been. Josh Allen gets a little loose with it, throws a few too many picks, and they almost beat a seven go. and one team. And you lose to the second best team, the third best team in the NFC by a field goal. Okay. But the ceiling is that, oh, Josh Allen is still pushing the ball down the field. They have more explosive plays than basically any offense in the history of the NFL. Their best is still as good as any teams in the NFL. Like we can split hairs between the chiefs, yeah, that's fair. but the, the way that they, Manufacture explosive plays means that you have to sort of live with the mistakes. We get into this tendency, and we do it with Mahomes all the time, right? You get into this tendency of, wow, this guy is so good. This guy is otherworldly with his efficiency and the way that he creates these massive opportunities for the offense that you then judge them off of that. So when they're just sort of meh, it makes it feel worse. Like Josh Allen's day today wasn't great, but that guy gives you a chance in every single game. Now, the fact that they're losing games still matters. I'm not here to say like, well, it none of this matters. We'll see you in January. No, it matters. The fact that they have lost two straight games is a massive, massive, massive opportunity for the chiefs. But I still look at that guy and I say, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to stop short of writing that guy off quite yet because yeah. he scares the hell out of me.
0: I wouldn't do that. Cause this is probably a lot, Kayla. I think you're probably like, this is a lot about how they were probably talking about the chiefs. when they started three and four last year. You're like mm. Mahomes is just throwing all these picks. What's wrong with him? And then he was Mahomes the rest of the way. Yeah. And you were all in big, big, big trouble, <laughs> which, you know, feels kind of important. Also, that catch by Justin Jefferson. I know it's always like it's easy to be hyperbolic. I I thought about it for a while this afternoon. <laughs> I I think that might be the single greatest catch I've ever seen. I, mm.
2: How did he? How there did were he multiple crazy catches, but that how? one was so he held it except
0: he was guarded by the person who also wanted the ball
1: and he had to keep it off the ground I I'm confused at how that catch was plausible still is all the fact that the vikings went from stefan Diggs to justin jefferson that's, that's not fair it's not it really isn't and the nfl should step in and do something about that
2: um, take him away to your point nick uh, I just feel like yes, when the Bills and Chiefs play, it is a different ball game. We should never get too comfortable. I just thought of a scary scenario, though. What if they stumble a little more? I love. I want. To, I want the AFC to go through Kansas City. That's all I care about. What if it's Miami? I you, will hate that as
1: the one seed.
2: No, no, no! In the AFC Championship.
0: Oh, man, that would be so many good storylines. The
2: return though. of Tyreek. Ah, oh, I didn't even They're... think about oh, that my happening.
0: Gosh, we I mean, it's, that would some... be fun. I mean, I, honestly, though, if you gave me that choice versus the Bills, Nick's right. If you could lock me in for a Chiefs Dolphins AFC title game, I'm oh, in.
1: No, the only reason you're saying that the only reason you're saying that is because it's the unknown. You don't know. Like, we know Chiefs bills, what that could entail. We don't know. We have no yeah, early idea of what it looks like for the the Miami offense to go against the Chiefs defense, and that like that gives you, I think, a little unwarranted confidence. For me, it just scares me.
0: I know, I know, Philly's undefeated. Do you think that they just lay in bed at night thinking about how they took Jalen Rager one pick ahead of Justin <laughs> Jefferson? Do you think it just hurts? Just hurts them. It's like you know, it's like taking Trubisky ahead of Mahomes. It's gotta hurt a little bit, at least a little bit. By the way, are we um are, are we doing? Uh winners, are we doing game balls? Are we doing game b- winners losers? No, is that, that bad? No, it's,
1: it's winners losers.
0: We're doing winners. We didn't do it last week. I, I forgot
2: think. we did that.
1: Well, that's actually that's good. It's
0: good. <laughs> is it limited edition? Is that what it is now? No, it's, yeah. It's actually
1: only oh, oh, it's, it's part of the mystique to skip it for a week just to like keep people oh wow, okay. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, they we'll were, bring it back, won't they? Did they get rid of it? I got to find out. They yeah. stayed all the way through the end of this episode to find yeah, out
2: if winners exactly. and losers. Our, was our diehards are diehards tuning in. Oh, oh my man. God. They they stay
0: here for the romantic comedy references, the yep. HBO okay. references and winners mm-hmm. and losers when it when it's here and when it's not. <laughs> and when it sometimes has a different name or doesn't. I guess I'll, the winner. I won't steal Tony because that feels unfair to uh, either of you. So I will instead say my winner for this game was Chris Jones. Damn it. He is playing better than Aaron Donald this year. Not in his career, not ever. Aaron Donald might go down as one of the single greatest defensive players in NFL history, but he's playing better than him this year. Chris Jones is an unstoppable monster this season in every single game. If anyone tries to feed you some bullshit like he hasn't shown up in this game a little bit or he's inconsistent, they're liars. They just show up the amount that other normal defensive. He shows up all the time. He was great in this game. Uh, It's not like the defensive line in itself didn't have it. But Chris Jones has been one of the best, like a defensive player of the year candidate. Like we thought he was going to be going into last year. That's how well he's played this season.
1: Kayla, I heard you exclaim when Cody mentioned Kadarius Tony. Oh, yes. Is is that your pick? Because I'm not going to. That's my winner. Okay, you go ahead. Tippy toe oh, okay. touchdown.
2: He's finding his groove in this offense. I was super happy that he got that touchdown and he's getting lots of reps. He's excited to be here. He's I love everything about him. I'm looking forward to seeing what he'll do for the remainder of the season. So that—that that is my winner. I don't think
0: I'm going to get tired of that meme of him and that big smile.
2: In <laughs> the crazy eyes. <laughs> the <mom's laughs> crazy. Freaks, freaks me out a little.
0: I just like when you go back and watch that clip, it's like he knew that was his only answer. It's like, who's your favorite player? Orlando Brenner. He's like, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was the only answer he could give. I love it.
1: Okay, we um, guys took both of the obvious answers. So I'm a little... Sorry. A little perturbed. Yeah.
2: Making you get creative after yeah. your date, Arrowhead.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. You can okay. give Spags or something if you want. Uh, you know, whoever. I feel like I already waxed poetic on Spags earlier this week, so I don't want him to get a big head. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... I want That's him smart. to keep working for it. I don't want him to get all fat and happy.
2: You can give yourself the winner, the fans at Arrowhead. You know Andy, I you had High praise for you guys today.
1: I could, and nobody else is going to do it. So maybe it should be me to, to <laughs> name myself the winner. You know what? I'll do the other. I'll do the other coordinator. I'm going to give the 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 winner huh. to Eric Bieniemy. There we go. Feel like, I feel like we've talked a lot about Eric Bieniemy this year, and that seems to be the script with the Chiefs. Yeah. which is the offense does well. We credit Andy Reid. The offense does mm-hmm. poorly. We blame Eric Bieniemy. It's a no-win situation for him. And that's unfortunate for an offensive coordinator who has orchestrated a top five offense in the NFL for every year that he's had the job. And this year seems to be the year where everybody's sort of just stopped evoking his name. After everything that happened at the end of the season and the the sort of weird stories that came out about his relationship with Patrick Mahomes and arguments that were had, and then you had the the sideline spat, if you want to call it that, before halftime in Indianapolis. And Eric Bieniemy, for the most part, hasn't been mentioned at all. But all he has done, because I'm I'm tired of doing this with him in ways that we don't talk about other offensive coordinators. Like with Bieniemy, there's always the caveat. Well, it's Andy Reid's offense. It's like okay, well, then let's do this with other offensive coordinators with offensive minded head coaches across the league. And we don't do it because all he did was lose a top two receiver in the NFL and made do with guys like MV. I mean, you're talking about guys who anybody could have had Marquez Valdez scaling. Anybody could have had him Juju for $10 million a year. Somebody could have offered him more. Kadarius Tony. Who was traded for basically a fourth round pick, a conditional third round pick? Anybody could have had these guys, and all the Chiefs do week after week after week. To steal a line from Cody on Friday is put up bangers. All they do is put up bangers. <laughs> They're putting up nearly 500 yards of offense every single week, and it doesn't matter who's getting it. Whoever's out there is going to be a part of it. And I feel like Beany just kind of is the name that gets pushed aside and say, "Oh yeah, him." I don't. I don't like playing this game with Eric Beany to where he's more of an afterthought than we would ever give any other offensive coordinator in the NFL credit for.
0: My loser for this week is anybody, uh, any of the trip McDuffie doubters. Mm. I told you he was going to be great. The chiefs trust him. And he is, he led up his first catch of the season. It took a complete laid out diving catch from Marvin Jones to do it. But instead he was tested multiple other times with very limited success. Hell, with Sneed got picked on triple the amount of Trent McDuffie today of the, of the passes that were complete to the guys who were open. They weren't at Trent McDuffie. He looks like the part he really does. I know that it seemed premature when I said he would finish the season of the chief's best corner, but it doesn't feel that way now. Does it like, if you get a really good look at him against a pretty good quarterback, you find out pretty quick. They're still not throwing his way. So if anybody's still doubting Trent McDuffie, uh, you, you get the loser this week because he's, he's clearly the goods.
2: My loser is the refs for that juju yeah. non-penalty. Uh, even Andy said it looked like there was contact to the head from where I was standing and what my coach says goes.
1: Mm. Amen. I'm not one to argue with Andy Reid. Uh, <laughs> I'll go quickly. My loser, aside from my, from my liver, which is the real loser. <laughs> Sunday after. We did
2: it. We got through the
0: episode.
1: Yeah, no, we're 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 coming down the home stretch here. Are I mean,
0: you like pre hungover for
1: tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things when <laughs> setting in. Yeah, that's the beauty of day drinking is the hangover starts the night before, so you can a, you can get sort of a kickstart on on shaking that thing. Um, it was tough for me because I was deciding between two guys, Clyde Edwards-Elair and Sky Moore. I'm going to say Sky Moore because with Clyde, you could have already drawn whatever conclusions you had about him and what he was going to be in the NFL. You could have already said last year, like, I'm not sure I'm buying into this guy being your lead back. Sky, I was still holding out hope that, okay, McCole being out means maybe he'll be unleashed a little bit more. He was still going into this week ahead of Kadarius, at least in terms of snaps. He was right there with Justin Watson. But seeing the way that, that Kadarius Tony was featured against the Jaguars kind of shows you everything you need to know about Sky. I'm not saying it's over. I'm not saying he's a bust. I'm not saying he's not going to have a role on this team. But right now, it's very clear where his standing in this offense is.
2: Agree. Nick, you the real MVP today.
1: Thanks. You know what? I don't do it for the recognition, but it does feel nice.
2: (laughs) You too, Cody.
1: All I did
0: was watch a football game and then go watch my kid play soccer. They were also victorious, by the way. And another dominant effort similar to that is the Chiefs today. You Better were, than that team. Just just ran out the clock at the end. No big deal.
2: Dadding hard today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was.
2: Meanwhile, I have done nothing. All right. That's going to do it for us here on It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. That is Cody Tapp. He is Nick Schwartz. Thank you for listening. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And we will be, be we will be back with you all on Wednesday.